1: with Con Air Girl Bomb available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.
3: The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app
4: to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer
3: Podcast. Podcast.
5: Here's Nikki. Taking a swig of coffee, and I'm ready to go. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Nikki Glazer podcast. Last show of the week, but don't worry. We'll be back Monday. Long weekend ahead of us. It's always, it's too long. I want to do this show every day. I've been getting so many nice DMs. Uh, no, I'm sure you read our listener mail and, and hear all the nice things people say, all the accolades we get as my dad's, uh, that's my dad's favorite word. You don't get enough accolades. He didn't give you any accolades, man. I got some great accolades from about you, um, but thank you for for all your accolades, everyone, and um, for saying. Someone said like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have your show to listen to every night, and my first instinct was to say, Well, is there something I can send you on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Because I don't want you to be sad. <laughs> Like I I don't want you to find out what you would do without it because you, you got to be without us. But as always, you can go back and, you know, if you like me and Andrew and this you're new to this, there's tons of clips on YouTube from uh, our show You Up. They're really fun to watch and just wait till Monday. But uh, we got a great show for you today. I'm going to get into it. Noah, how are you? I'm doing great. I was just going to add that. That's why I love the listener mail segment on this show because we get to actually... It's like talking to listeners. We get to dig in to yeah. it. Yeah. And we get to address address it. I know. I wish I, 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 there's part of me that wants to do it every day. We don't have Same. a long enough show. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's just, I'm going to talk really fast because you might need to slow this down because I got a lot to cover. So, yesterday, um, I finished the podcast, which was so much fun with Emily Morse and got so much good feedback on that. So many people are laughing so much. So many friends that I haven't talked to in so long email me to be like, I listen to the show and I'm like, there's part of me that's horrified because I'm just honest on here in a way that I don't want my friends to hear. And I know that sounds weird, but like, it's just true. Like sometimes I like talk shit on here that like, I don't want my parents or my friends to know. I don't know. I'm so, let me just address that off the top. Like I just posted a story on my Instagram that like about the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I was just going to get Starbucks. I'm right. I'm staying on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which is like skid row right now. Like it's really dangerous. You shouldn't go walking there at night. It is not a tourist des- Like there's just spilled Thai food everywhere. Like it's just, uh, you know, it's homeless encampment and there's like homeless people that are just standing catatonically, like in the middle of the sidewalk. And this is like walking to get Starbucks in a very touristy area. And I, I have so much sadness for these people because they're just mentally ill. And there's no part of me that's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm just like, This is sad. Anyway, but it's like annoying because I'm trying to get my latte and there's like a weird, like muttering, mumbling homeless man standing on Julia Louis-Dreyfus's star. My point is I just filmed all the stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like as I was walking towards Starbucks, I go, I don't know hardly any of these people. And they were famous enough at one point to earn a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which is no small feat. Um, Which is also what I put on my Tinder profile. No small feat okay? Because I know what that means. Actually, I would like a guy with small feet because we can share shoes. That's what me and Andrew do. Andrew's shoes, if you don't know, we measured them once. He fought it so hard years ago. Andrew, I have bigger calves than Andrew. Circumference wise, I've got some meaty calves, um, which I've accepted genetically. I don't do anything for them. People seem to like them. I always hated my calves. I'm accepting them now. I do have meatier calves, than Andrew—he has more toned, defined calves. I am jealous. We did measure, but he also has slightly bigger feet than me. He is a full-grown man, and he has—and uh, I do have big feet for a woman. I'm a nine and a half. I can squeeze into nines if I'm feeling little, but I'm a nine and a half. Andrew is a solid nine and a half, ten men or women, and and we share shoes. And many times I've gotten shoes that are a little too big, and I give them to Andrew, and uh, he wears them. And he looks good in a pump. So. With those calves. I mean, honestly, Andrew's legs are like ideal woman's legs. I'm not joking you. If you think my legs are good, look at Andrew's. And no joke. Let's post them later. So walking on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, don't recognize any of these faces or any of these stars. I would say one in four is like, oh, I've heard of them. And then one in eight is like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. And they're always to the star to the side that is like an add-on. So I just filmed myself walking and I'm just right. It's going, don't know. Yep. Don't know. Yes. Love her. Never heard of them. And my point was to display like how easily people are forgotten. And I need to remember, remind myself of that because sometimes I go through, you know, daily mail or like, like celebrity gossip because I'm someone who loves to consume that stuff as a consumer, not as like looking for myself in it. But I love like the why do I care segment is based upon the fact that like I'm trying to bring light to the fact that fame is stupid to remind myself because it's projection because it's a, it's a, sad pursuit the other night on stage i go um yeah i'm like uh you know like everyone doing comedy like is sad is like didn't get enough love as a child regardless of how much their parents loved them they just like required more and they didn't give enough and or they didn't get enough so they're like pursuing that now and forever and people in the audience were like laughing like like not even i wasn't trying to be funny but they were kind of like what and i go wait did you guys not know that so It's just a nice reminder to me that everyone will be forgotten. So anyway, I was filming it, Noah. And last night I was hanging out with some comics backstage. I met so many good comics last night. I'll get into it in a second. New comics, people I'm just like very excited about being friends with. And some oldie oldie goldies. And um, there was one comic who I've heard many stories about from people that work closely with this person. And I don't like the stories. If anything, I should call my good friend Gloria Allred whose card I got one time because I approached my friend Alex Edelman approached her at the Magic Castle when she was having dinner. We were there watching Magic. And I was like, oh my God, I love Gloria Allred. If you don't know who she is, she's the woman that like sits next to every crying woman who accuses someone of rape in Hollywood. And <clears throat> you know, when there's a press conference, Gloria Allred's next to her, like with her hand on her shoulder being like, You can do this. And I just walked I just Alex went up to Gloria and was like, my friend's a big fan. Can you, can, we just want to say hi. I'm a big fan too. And I was like, Alex, don't. And she was so nice. And she literally did the, the thing. I did it in, um, I was in a sketch called 80s ladies for the Amy Schumer show or the inside Amy Schumer. And we were dressed as 80s ladies. And one of my lines was like, girl, call my analyst because everyone in the 80s was talking about analysts instead of therapists. And I did the flick with the, my card where I like put the card in between my two fingers and I go, you need to talk to my analyst. Literally, that's what Gloria Allred did with her own card. I still have it in my wallet. Um, I lost that wallet. I threw it out. This is a true story. Had it for years in my wallet. I'm like, I have Gloria Allred's card. If you ever, if any man ever tries any shit with me or woman, it's a two-way street. Um And I lost it because I threw my wallet in the trash one day because of my ADD. Um, I didn't realize I did it and I was throwing away trash. There goes my wallet. Didn't realize it until like days later, you know, Um, because everything's digital now. And then you have to write a check and you're like, "What, what is that? And then you realize you threw your wallet in the trash. I saw Gloria Allred at LAX years later, walking by in a terminal and I go, I need her card again. And I, and I said, can I have your card again? And she goes, my sweater. And I go, yes. And your card again. And I said, just like an old card again, under someone's bed, I threw my wallet in the trash. So she gave me her sweater. No, she gave me your card again. I go, I I, I I, need your card. I love having your card in my wallet. It was a staple of my wallet. I would bring it out anytime I opened my wallet. And she gave me it again, did the finger thing. I don't know if she did the finger thing that time. But um, anyway, the person I heard stories about, I um, saw... That Maybe they came up on the, my little walk while I was filming and I didn't expect them to and I couldn't help myself going, ugh. And it's someone who's still working and I just put it out there and there's a part of me that's like, what if someone finds this and then t- that? that then it becomes a story that Nikki Glaser ugh this person? What does she know? And then I was like, what's the harm in that? Because I know something terrible about this person, but I will tell you, I'll probably take it down before this airs. And so this is only for people who have already told my story or seen my story on my Instagram. Sorry if you missed it. Because I'm scared of this person's power. However, I am um, I am slowly building a group of – I'm going to try – because the person I talk to that has the most stories, uh, I cannot talk about it for many reasons – But she said, where there's one, there's hundreds of others because this person was very, the stories, this person, it's so disgusting, Noah. This person, I've always got the heebie-jeebies from. And that's the thing. Usually these men that you out for being, that come out for being really disgusting scumbags to women are just scumbags in general. And they give you a vibe and your vibe is probably right. Anyway, I'm going to take this down because I'm scared of that person. Isn't that funny? I'm scared. The other day I got a write-up for trashing Ellen. And Ellen, first of all, she lost her show. Her show's done, which she said she walked away from because she was – we took, covered it on the show. She was just, like, tired or whatever. Or, like, she wasn't having fun anymore. It has nothing to do with the other stuff. And it's like – someone made a good point on a podcast that was like, no, um, she goes, it's not like – it's not challenging anymore. And it goes, actually, I think you mean the very opposite. It's finally challenging and you don't like it because people know. So whatever it is with Ellen, I'm still scared of her and I would love to meet her and I'm a huge fan, even though, you know, I probably I would assume all of the things are true. Maybe not all. Some things can be exaggerated when stories get out, but you when you go to LA and you live here. I always say, my joke is that when you land in LA, it's kind of like Hawaii, where they put a lei around your neck. Here, you land in LA or you drive in to go, I'm gonna make it in Hollywood. And they go, welcome to LA. Um, Ellen's terrible. And you go, what? And, you go, and they go, yeah, that's um, your gift uh, to come to LA. That's the thing you get here that you can't find anything else. You'll find out she's not what she seems. And you go, no. And you, you take that lei and you go, I'm gonna bring it back to the Midwest. And show my mom. And then you you go home for Christmas. You go, Mom, guess what? Your favorite person isn't what you think. And your mom goes, no. And they don't believe you. And they go, that's a fake lay. And you go, no, Mom, these are real flowers. But by then it's wilted. And it wasn't what it seems when you got it. And, and your stories that back it up are kind of like, I don't know if it's true. And then you question it. And then you're scared for your career because she could ruin you. Anyway, at the MTV Movie Awards, I did a segment called... Uh, in memoriam where we like said goodbye to all the things that had died in unscripted tv and it was supposed to be like i presented it as like our innocence was lost when you know we found out the tiger king was banging that meth head and like meth head was gay or pretending to be gay even though he just wanted meth like just i wanted things like concepts to be lost but my writers came up with like brilliant ones you know a different than they like different objects that were lost table smashed, you know, glass being champagne glasses shattered from real housewives, really funny stuff. And then one slide that I didn't even write and I definitely approved cause I saw it, but I barely remembered seeing it said Ellen's reign of terror. And it was like dated, like it was like, uh, you know, uh, ni- 2003 to 2021. And it was like a black and white photo of her maybe looking, I don't even know what it was the next day. So many media outlets picked it up and said, Nikki Glazer, skewers Ellen DeGeneres. And then they had a photo of Ellen like the next day, which they always do in the Daily Mail to like reiterate a headline that got a lot of attention. They'll be like, Ellen steps out for coffee amidst, amidst uh, uh, Nikki Glazer's skewers. St- skewering last night so it looks like ellen's still thinking about it even though ellen probably didn't even see it and i didn't skewer i just said cut to a video montage which i didn't even write i was too busy working on the other parts of the show that i just go i you know you just go my writers are funny fill it with funny stuff and they did and it got a headline so um my point about the stars though everyone dies and most people are not remembered and that was soothing to me to know that um I'm not gonna be remembered someday. I'm gonna be a star on the Walk of Fame because I plan on getting one even though now, I, I I would like it, I would like my star next to Starbucks by the way, like on my way. Um, Julie Louis-Dreyfus's was on my walk which is she's the greatest of all time. But she will be forgotten too and so will I and so will Obama. I say that to myself sometimes. Someday there will be a generation, if we last that long, I don't think humanity will, but if humanity keeps going, there will be people that will not know who Barack Obama is. Just like, you know, there's some people will, but there are presidents that I, if you go, this was a president, I'd go, what? Um, Calvin Hobbes. No, 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 that's not one. But uh, Calvin Coolidge, I would say most teens, unless they're like recently learned about him, do not know that that was a president. And yet it was, he was probably like the Obama of his time. I don't think that's true. Anyway, I'll be forgotten. You'll be forgotten. It all doesn't matter. Let's get Andrew in here. And I want to talk about last night because it was awesome. And I didn't even get to it in the segment, which I was going to. But stay tuned. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew and How I Met Your Mother, We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast,
4: or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. To, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Good morning,
5: Andrew.
0: Good morning, Nick. How are you?
5: How'd you sleep last night?
0: I uh, I slept good. I had the whole place to myself. I ate a, I a quarter of a weed edible.
5: Was Why? High. Oh, you had the girl over?
0: <laughs> no, Ari came over. Our friend Ari, who's also a comedian. Oh, yeah, in Ari town. Finling. Hilarious. And we yeah. watched we watched Nick's game, and he had a bunch of g- gummies. And he's like, just eat half. Don't be a pussy. And I ate a quarter and then I ate a half. And then he left and I was very stoned. And I started eating my sushi and I started getting worried that I wasn't swallowing it correctly. And then I uh, played on TikTok for three hours and then fell asleep.
5: Um, do you know that eating weed and uh, smoking weed are two completely different yes. drugs? Yes,
0: I'm not born under a rock
5: people don't know that i bet most people listening are finding out for the first time so just because you like smoking weed does not mean edible weed is going to be it's literally a different compound in your body so yeah uh, i don't i don't eat weed ever uh anymore
0: (laughs) i I told him that i was like i don't last time i ate an edible i just watched a tv and it wasn't even on and uh it was a good movie though
5: Wait, did you? Was your panic about um, swallowing correctly, which is a, a, a thing that you struggle with, that we know about? Um, that was definitely brought on by the weed. Were you able to get out of it really quickly, or did was TikTok like a soothing mechanism?
0: I actually forced myself to swallow, to eat the sushi. Like, I was just. I don't know when i when i smoke weed i'm just very aware of the food in my mouth so every chew i can feel it hitting my teeth i could feel the seaweed i could feel the salmon like like i could feel the chewiness of the salmon i'm just very sorry
5: if anyone has misophonia and has to hear about the sounds of (laughs) that would normally drive you nuts um will you do it again? Like this is the thing with weed is I find so many people have a bad experience and I'm one of those people too. Yet you keep doing it thinking there's going to be something else that happens. Um, and that's what I felt with edibles until I went on the Joe Rogan podcast and he was like, you know, it's a different chemical compound. Like it's a different drug. And I go, okay, that's because I kept waiting for edible weed to have the same effect that smoking weed does. And I hate eating weed. And now I'm just like, I don't do it. Will you do it again? I don't think so. Or there are yeah, benefits yeah, yeah. to it, other than not being a pussy in front of Ari, the, who is a giant pussy in so many ways. <laughs> we we can't even get into what a pussy that guy is, even though I he's know. hilarious and one of our best friends. Giant, giant, um, giant puss.
0: Yeah, he... Uh, he goes, Bigger than body- mine
5: yesterday after a wand.
0: Damn, that's big.
5: I know. Yeah. That's a
0: giant squid down there.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> well, you, you it hit
0: again? it up again on, on in L.A.? No, this, no, 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 oh. no,
5: that was i I meant like yesterday after like two nights ago, uh yeah i went I went to town, I really was like, you know what, I'm not gonna see any this has time to deflate. I'm not showing it to anyone anytime soon, and if even if it didn't, i, I still I don't care what I about love a, what my about a buffer? Vulva.
0: What about a buffer? I
5: use a buffer. I put a. I put the. Com- I do it outside my comforter. So there's a duvet, a comforter, and a sheet. <laughs> then that's where I start, and then I move it into the sheet, and then I put it like above, like not directly on because it's too much. And then when I really start going, I'm just like, <laughs> like I like full pressure, and I rarely get to that point, but I just go wild with it at the end, and I know things are. It's like when I. When I did it with my migraine, like there's a part where it feels so good and you can't stop, even though you know it's shaking so hard that it's gonna make you swollen. Like there's a part, mm-hmm. it starts buzzing your head in a way that I just know inflation's about to happen when I do it on my head, and I just don't care because it feels so good <laughs> on my head. That's when I have migraines. Andrew, I want to get to something. Uh, sorry,
0: sorry. Uh, no, I just no. Love what were you gonna say? A, a guy who like. I start rubbing my dick on top of my jeans. Then I take my jeans off and I rub them on top of my boxers. And then, yeah. when I'm real horny, okay, well, that's I'll what take- I'm telling.
5: <laughs> this is why men need <laughs> empathy in bed. Men need to understand that women. This is the whole point of my special banging was that foreplay, we need outside the comforter. <laughs> like do like we need a warm up guys just want to th- go right in and um and i think that's what we often that's why we go hard on blowjobs right away we take it to a 10 immediately when you should start off guys don't even know they want it and they wouldn't do it to themselves but start off with a 3 and then like ease in and then pull yeah. away Te- do some teasing so i like tease myself
0: <laughs> there's something like, so I, I funny actually to bully myself feeling my own <laughs> hard cog through my jeans and getting turned on it feels but like it's like someone else's do. dick i know i know no it's but that's just what so women funny.
5: do we go like mm. we try to feel ourselves that's what Emily's talking about is like be sensual <laughs> with yourself even though it's feels ridiculous yeah to even talk about um i had the most fun last night so i got in first of all i get on the plane yesterday and i'm like put my guitar up in the thing and i'm just worried it's gonna crack i'm in like a bad mood because of whatever I'm just like kind of hastily putting it up there and then I I see I I'm in uh I'm in like the first class but it's like a St. Louis flight so it's not like really first class and I and I, I I sit in the wrong seat and then I go oh shit and I go oh I'm actually right there and I say to the guy that's on the aisle of my seat and I'm in the window and I like step over him and just I'm just like a mess you know and um I sit down and I'm there for a second and then I pull up my phone and I get a text from Joe Buck uh <laughs> a famous sports uh, caster, just overall like hilarious person. I first found out about Joe Buck when I was listening to the um, Howard Stern show back in like I think 2015 or something. Just driving around 16, and he did a play by play of JD eating on the Howard Stern show, like just eating a, a snack. And it's it was one of the funniest things I'd ever heard on the show, which says you know a lot uh, because that show is funny all the time. And I just couldn't believe how funny this was. And then I, I stuck around for his interview, I think uh, a little bit later, they had him on and interviewed him and I was, he was just his candor about having um, hair transplant and like just, he was just very vulnerable in a way that I was like, oh, I'm not gonna know this sports guy, but he's also from St. Louis. So there was a little interest there. So funny, cut to, I became friends with him Uh, from living in St. Louis. I did his podcast, forget how we met initially maybe we were on a show together i don't even know but i sit down and i get a text from joe buck that says i'm sitting directly to your right and i like i look past the guy sitting next to me because i'm thinking oh it's like he's in the across the aisle he's literally right next to me and i was like oh my god I was like,
2: joe it's a
5: four hour flight joe and i talked the whole time had the best time i and i'm very aware and my ADD meds were kicking in so i was just like that but it, but but and cuz i was going to like get work done cuz i had to rewrite this M- i'm doing the iheart radio awards tonight and i uh, have to um present uh, best new artist and there's like a, a joke at the top and i wanted to rewrite it and i had a due date and i was supposed to write it on the plane but i was like fuck it i'm going to talk to joe buck we had the best talk we just like it's just like it was just so if someone overheard us boy the 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 juice they could have heard because we were really getting into just like stories. I mean he's been he's he knows so many people he's been around he's friends with literally everyone I'm friends with um, there's no one he doesn't know he's such a humble cool guy. He's just like talking to a friend. And, um, so we have a new friend in St. Louis, Joe Buck, and, uh, his wife is really cool too. I don't, I haven't met her yet, but he was just telling me stories about, I was just like, w- w- uh, we, I can't wait to hang out with you guys. And like, I'm just psyched about it. Uh, having a new friend and you know, Joe Buck, obviously, I mean, from I, just,
0: I know him through my buddy Glenn sports. and Marshall, his brother, they're but You good know friends. him as like a, Oh, 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 like, yes. Yeah, of course. I mean, a lot of people know Joe Buck through that famous Artie Lang coming at him. Saying that he would never what? be like his father, you've never seen this.
5: A, no, I think you clip. told me about it, and I didn't want to see it because Artie was just in so much pain and such an addict yeah. at the time. Yeah, and Joe was nothing with it great. but. But I'm it's sure. hard. He's, you're, you're,
0: he's living up to to his his father. Literally, I think has a road named after him here here in St. Louis. And there's a lot of pressure yeah. there to to be a good sportscaster. I mean, you can't hide if you're bad. If you're a sport, you know what I mean. It's like if your dad but, uh, we was Richard Pryor that. or something.
5: I know we were talking about that, and the thing is, Joe's now been in the business I think longer than his dad was. Yeah, um, he's uh, not. I, I don't know the the stats of, of what he's accomplished, but he is a talent in enough in his own right that For is sure. far exceeds. But he, <clears throat> it's we we were watching that documentary. I even asked uh, him about it because. Like last night, Andrew and I were watching that Prince Harry, um, Oprah, new Apple documentary about childhood trauma, and Prince Harry talks about his mom dying, <clears throat> Princess Diana, and they show footage of him just like greeting morning fans when he was just like catatonic because he just lost his mom and he's a little boy. And he's greeting these fans that are sobbing, and he's like, I was just telling, like looking at these people crying. They, they didn't know my mom. It was my mom, and I can't even cry, and these people are just so sad and i couldn't i couldn't get there and i and just that feeling of people being feeling like they knew someone that you knew and they didn't even like that was your mom and they and i would just be like you didn't even fucking know her you know and so i asked him like do you ever feel that way with your dad because everyone that meets you goes your dad was such a legend it's like but to him, it was just your dad
4: yeah
0: like, yeah
5: and he, he he related a lot it was an interesting conversation but he I is just a lot
0: to that yeah my, my dad, like, of- so when I worked for him for, like, one summer, I was, like, a filer at his doctor's office, and he's a cancer doctor, so I'd get in the elevator with these cancer patients that my dad essentially saved their lives, and mm-hmm. all I've heard about my dad is that he's a cheater, and that he's not good, and he doesn't care about us, and then I meet these people, that's and they're what like,
5: they're knew- That's what they knew yeah. about him? He really got close with them.
0: Yeah, yeah, he... he- <laughs> Yeah, he told every cancer, but they're like, look, like, I'd, rather, I'd rather rather cancer than hear By about the way, years. your dad,
5: that <laughs> he cheated on them with other cancer patients. <laughs> that is true. Like your doctor no, is like, seeing other people and we don't go, you're seeing other people. Monogamy is dumb. Okay, go on.
0: No, but these patients would literally like almost break down in the elevator to me about how my father was like a godlike figure and a that god. how he saved mm-hmm. their life, like literally a god. And I was just like, yeah. you know, I was because as a kid, you just don't take it in. I don't take, I didn't take in how hard my father worked or how many lives he saved. Well, you
5: hadn't eaten an edible and you couldn't feel it.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, and now you I chew on freaking, that a little bit. Then I smoked some indica, sativa, sativa indica and then I was just like, dude, my daddy rules, man.
2: Yeah.
5: Um, <laughs>
0: my daddy yeah, says but lies.
5: You, I feel that way with when people are like, your parents are so cool. Like even yesterday, Joe Joe um, does a podcast called, I think
4: Daddy, Daddy issues, maybe. Yeah, I think Uh-oh. that's what's called.
5: I'm not is it really. He does. Well, oh, yeah, with, with Oliver Hudson, whose um, father is Kurt Hudson. No, not Kurt Russell, but uh, Kate. Kate Hudson's brother, Oliver Hudson. Goldie Hawn's his mom. Kate Hudson's his sister, and his dad is someone Hudson.
0: I thought it's Kurt Russell. Rock Hudson. No, it's maybe Kurt. it is Kurt Russell. Yeah.
5: But why is his last name Hudson then?
0: Because what's Great his, question. Bill what's Hudson. His mom?
5: bill hudson's yeah they have different i think they he is uh kurt russell is not his dad anyway but it it is because you know he's been around forever now but um they have a show about dads and they had me on to talk about my dad and i just like was like you know espousing all my feelings about my dad knowing that my dad would hear it and like being really vulnerable about how much i love my dad and um and you know, Joe has a lot of admiration for my dad because he sees him on my Instagram. He's like, he just seems like the nicest guy, the warmest guy, the funniest guy, the coolest guy. Everyone feels that way about my dad on Instagram. And I am like, well, Joe, can I share a little story with you from last yesterday? And I was like, <laughs> I really got one. And so I I told him everything that I told you and my sister uh, last night or two nights ago after I returned from a jam session with my dad in which... uh. I have to. I have to have a little talk with my dad about um, the next time we have a jam session because it ain't gonna happen with the way that one went. Even though he has no clue um, how much it hurt me, and boy, I cried a lot after that, and it felt very therapeutic. But I talked to Joe about it, and he he came to the same conclusion of like you just need to talk to your dad, and it seems like you know he might be going through something, and that's okay. And it was a good talk. It was just like so you get so intimate with someone on a plane because how often when you meet up with someone, do you sit inches from each other's face and sit shoulder to shoulder? That creates an intimacy, like a dancing with the stars intimacy that like, you know, you just become so much closer with someone and get so much more in depth in conversation, which we're both, Joe and I are both already know each other and are both very vulnerable, open people and like truth tellers uh, and and say things that, you know, maybe make other people uncomfortable, but we share stuff that's maybe painful. I've seen him do it a, a lot literally his hand, hair transplant. I learned a lot about that too. Oh my god, he has such a good story. You got to read his book. He's if you're looking into hair transplant, he had one and um it ruined his voice. And I'm just that's what I'm going to say. It's a crazy story, but um yeah. So it was a, but read his book. He's he's great. Um but anyway, it was it was a great time and then I had a great time last night and I'll get into it in a second. But we got to get to the news. And I think one of these headlines is one that I put in because of uh, last night and something I learned last night But let's get into it
0: You heard it here first. first Yeah you heard it here first Oh boy It's the last day of the week You know what day that is It's a Friday but it actually comes out Thursday night But who knows what's happening out there Hope you're having fun that's for sure And all the swells all right. Wait why
5: do you sound so muffled to me
0: When just then
5: Yeah you sounded a lo- But maybe it was just because of the music playing
0: Oh, how about I now? liked it? How about now? Yeah,
5: you sound clear as a bell.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, should I say what I said? Oh, have a g- <laughs> have a great time out there and all the swells. Okay. <laughs> First story, man. Oh, it's a doozy, and this came straight from Nikki's old fingers or young. Wait, fingers. did
5: you get a haircut? No. Oh, it looks shorter on the sides. Okay, go on.
0: Probably because I combed it.
5: Uh I haven't combed
0: my hair in years. I don't even know. Combed. Combed. Like you
5: would own a comb.
0: (laughs) Oh, you know how I dip it in water. Honeycomb. Mm. (laughs) Yum, yum,
5: yum, yum, yum. I taste yum, yum. Misophonia.
0: Should we have someone go crazy by chewing?
5: No, 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 no. That's really mean. I don't want someone to strike their child because you can't help yourself making (laughs) mouth sounds. Go. (laughs)
0: All right, David Spade. Uh, slides into Australian reporter Belinda Russell's DMs as Alex Rodriguez. A Rod apparently sent. Okay, her- can I
5: tell the story? Uh, well, actually, I, mean, I want
0: you to tell No, I don't want to do it anymore.
5: Well, I'm just saying because I know all the beats, and I don't know if you if no, you read the beats. whole thing. I,
0: I read all the beats and eight beats last night after I was stoned.
5: Wait, wait. tell us the story. <laughs> tell, us. tell us. Tell us. No, what we're you down.
0: tell the story. You sent it to us. I I, I know the story. I did my research.
5: But okay, so belinda russell is a, a tv host in australia who's on this like, you know some morning the today show in australia and live on the air She just shares the anecdote that a rod slid into her dms. This is a, a few a few days ago, maybe a week I don't know when it happened. Um And she goes, oh, he said that I had uh, I like your content great content or something like that and which is just a dumb thing to say. And this woman is clearly married with kids. And I just go, oh man, that's not a good, like that. Maybe it was him sliding. I think that he is spiraling because of JLo. And now he has to promote men's makeup after JLo convinced him to like, baby, like she's probably blowing him and was just like, you know, it would be so fucking hot.
0: What's that? If you
5: start a makeup line with no, 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 I, I'm not doing this. No, you. come on.
0: It'll be fun. Come on. <laughs> okay what's a, that
5: uh a rod yeah you know it'd be so fucking hot
0: first of all the top of your head looks so good right now
5: thank you but i'm i'm looking up at you at this point and i'm just like oh. doing the over the covers i'm I, there's a duvet on your dick you would know be so fucking hot with like the biggest thread count because JLo, lo you know always has the best linens it would be so fucking hot if you Invested with me in a uh, makeup company for men. We could make so much fucking money. I would I I would Wait, you know, keep
0: blowing me you're talking alone. no
5: not yet until you agree to this makeup deal i you're not allowed to come until you agreed to uh, what, so wait can you just explain so
0: am i putting the makeup on in like a picture in yes, like a kind yep, of a girly yep. way and that everyone's gonna make you, fun of me
5: part of the ad camping but the f- baby no one's gonna make fun of you because you're the straightest man alive there's nothing feminine about that you're with fucking j-lo i'm a okay prize. i'm losing my heart I'm on 50- can we well, just
0: can we talk about this after
5: Unless you agree to it, okay, okay, I'll fucking
0: do the makeup thing. Just fucking suck my dick, please.
5: Okay, and then you come all over. (coughs) Okay, so that's how she got him. And then two days later, she breaks up with him after he signs the contracts. And now he still has to go through (laughs) with this makeup campaign. It is so fucking embarrassing. The poor guy is struggling. He's posted really erratic things all over social media, and just you know, he's he's going through a breakup. So I think that in his mind, one night he got a little horny watching this woman's TikTok. He might have. I'm thinking maybe he. Remembered some flirty interaction he had in Australia with a host of a show and he couldn't really remember who it was and he Probably guessed it was her and went to her thing So he's trying to drum up anything and I think he just slid in thinking maybe she'll cheat I don't know what the fuck he was thinking but he wrote good great content and then she shared that on air thinking it was nothing because she couldn't keep it inside because she wanted to brag. Her husband's probably pissing her off and she just wants to feel cool. And yeah, everyone yeah. on the show was like, Wait, what? He her slid into your has DMs and she's like
0: zits. yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> Her husband has back knee.
0: Yeah. Can I can so I interject like, for one second? Yeah. Do you know that it came out that the that Arod blamed his daughters for writing the TikTok? Do you yeah, know this?
5: I heard that he said that his daughters. No, he said that his daughters enjoy her content. Sorry, I'm chewing because I thought she you were wrote, longer. But the
0: daughters wrote him through his account. He blamed it on the daughter. Yeah,
5: right. God, that's such a <laughs> lame thing to say. Why would any girl write, I love your content?
0: They're huge fans oh, of Belinda It was just yeah.
5: great con. It wasn't even I love your content. It was great content. Okay, that's not something a teenager says. I don't know how old his <laughs> kids are.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, they don't write that. Wouldn't yeah, it be funny right. if
5: his kids looked 50 and his his girlfriend looked like it's like j-lo looks like a teen but his kids because everything has to stay in balance his kids look like a (laughs) 50 year old woman
0: (laughs) and they just write great content madam
5: yeah Yeah. i mean that's a 50 year old woman's comment so then (laughs) last night i'm at the um supernova which is a really fun show in la i'm backstage i went to go hang out with uh spade because david spade because he had said that he was going to be there and I was down the street at my hotel and bored, and my dinner plans canceled. So I was like, I'll step in. So I go hang out with him and we're just talking about paparazzi and like headlines and stuff like that. And he's like, I, I, uh, I did this thing. He was like, I'm, it's embarrassing to even tell you guys cause it's like a brag, but like I did this thing that I think is kind of funny. And it was so good because David wrote, David then wrote this woman, uh, on it Inst- DM her from David Spade's account And wrote, um, hey, it's A-Rod, new phone. And she like read it on air when she got it. And it was just like this perfect ending to this kind of like awkward thing that happened to this woman that now she can like button it up. And she, you know, button up with this joke and kind of deflect any attention that might be negative of like. And it was just and it was just like really. I I don't know. I, I just love when a comic like does something like that, that might not have a payoff, but then has like this beautiful payoff of like she read it on air. She was like, Oh my god, David Spade just wrote me <laughs> that it's a rod new phone, and then it just makes a joke of it and then it takes the pressure off. And now there's probably less like stigma around it.
0: And there was no, you, you don't think Spade hit her up in a way of like being funny to then
5: no, he was trying to that was his goal. I think when I do stuff like that, your goal or write a comment under someone celebrity's thing on. Instagram yeah. it's it's to get some attention and to like just be weird you know tonight I'm seeing John Mayer's name on um the I Radio Awards so stop biting why are you biting
0: I'm not I'm something pulling out Something is making you
5: nervous right now okay but no. that's make. there's something going on
0: I have skin I have skin in between my teeth really that I bit
5: off. That's what got happened. It. How do you get yeah. a piece of skin? <laughs> you're always biting. How do you have fresh skin to bite off? I don't know. It
0: rekindles like a, like a lizard's tail. <laughs>
5: <laughs> is that why you're scared of lizards? I'm <laughs> they jealous. They regenerate so faster than you. You're jealous of them. Next story.
0: It, it is wild. Their little tails just come right back. It's amazing. God, lizards, huh?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Next story.
0: <laughs> Instagram-based celebrity gossip site, DeNeu. De, de, de moi. Me. I hate that word. That's the me.
5: one that everyone's on. De, it's French. It's de moi. D E U X which is two and then moi M O I.
0: De moi. <laughs> All I see is de. Me. Me.
4: Well, this
5: is an Instagram account where they post uh, anonymous people just write. <laughs> Anyone, any person can write into this place. And so if people, if the, the guys behind me and Joe Buck yesterday on the flight were listening, they could have written into DeMoi. This happens all the time. I was overhearing a conversation between comedian Nikki Glazer and sportscaster Joe Buck. And they were talking about so-and-so, da-da-da-da-da. And they, these people write in. So if you ever witness a celebrity doing anything and these people, uh, they are selling out everyone. And it's all anonymous. So, and it's all like, not substantiated, but a lot of it is like comes out later, and it's always on their Instagram stories. De moi, D E U X M O I. I really Receive. hate them because I was on it a couple weeks ago, and I didn't like what they said about me. But listen, I, I still look on their site because I love celebrity gossip, even if it's not true.
0: Maybe it was Madam Hood that wrote it. Anyhow, Clitoral received- Hood. Go on. <laughs> Kickstand. I uh, received tips that Kanye West and supermodel Irina Irina Shock are possibly dating
5: Wait, you did you just go demois and then i said this whole thing and then you go receive tips like you have to start the sentence over yeah, i think for, as sure, a for sure for right? sure right because you can't just say received people don't know you're t- okay so demois received tips that Irina shake and kanye west are dating i did read that um yeah bradley cooper's baby mama Irina shake uh they're yeah i'm into yeah
0: kim and kanye are not divorced how long do you have doesn't to wait? matter.
5: they're separated
0: i know but they're not it's not official Should that affect? Doesn't matter. Should that affect? Divorces
5: take so long. No, they're separated. They're dating other people. For sure, that's fine.
0: Okay, I'm just saying. I think. I think. I don't know if that. I don't know in law terms if you start dating someone when you've announced
5: we're getting a divorce to the press and put out a statement. It'd be weird if you were still being monogamous just because the papers hadn't come in, and that goes for anyone who is waiting to divorce. Once you're separated and living in separate places, even if you're sleeping in separate bedrooms. I think it's generally okay to start dating. For your dad, he started dating before they announced their divorce. And she
0: wasn't even a model with three kids. Okay. Yeah, I know. Ugh, Uh, It was a... uh, Next story. Yeah. So, Uh, I mean... Was there more to that? Yeah. uh, No. Okay. So, the next story is ABC's reboot. (laughs) (laughs) After seeing
5: that clip on Reddit of of Kanye West talking about that kid, the Make-A-Wish... I I thought to myself, I would be a great girlfriend to Kanye. I like crazy people. I like people with mental illness. I would definitely laugh at the story he told. I think he's a genius. And I love men who are are like broken inside and not because I can fix them, but because I just want to make them feel safe and loved. And I have a lot of love to give. And I was like, I could date Kanye West. Like it'll never happen, but I would. And I could because now he's single, even though he hasn't divorced. Well, Kanye, if you're listening and you're not, um, I'll, I'll sit in the back of a car with you and laugh about your anecdotes about visiting uh, make-a-wish kids
0: i'm sure he'd Any be time. so chill he seems like a chill guy
5: <laughs> i don't know the times I, I know he's no one's just what they seem all the time but uh yeah i can't sarcastic. you're right i, I can't be, he'd
0: be i think he would No, be of course he'd be terrible uh, he'd
5: be he's just bipolar and he doesn't take yeah. his meds it, it would be very hard but uh i'm up for the challenge
0: ABC's reboot of the celebrity dating game gives famous singles an opportunity to find Mr. Right. You were dying to be on this, Fuck show. this show.
5: Fuck this show. Fuck I mean, so pissed I guess you didn't make it. ABC you didn't make celebrity, it. Can I, can I read to you what I sent to my agent? So I saw, I saw a, a, a post about it on Instagram, celebrity dating game where celebrities come on and do the dating game. B list, B minus C list celebrities come on to, to, to get matched with other people And Zoe Deschanel and some other guy is hosting it. I forget who.
0: It's Um, let uh, me. It's it's, what's his name? Michael Bolton.
5: Michael Bolton. Oh yeah, Michael Bolton. This is a tale. (laughs) of captain jaspero he's so funny in that okay so so then i i sent him a screenshot my agent and this i was like stoned when i did this but i was fucking mad because i'm an abc talent i'm about to tell the truth all the time i kill it more than anyone on that show not more than anyone on the show but i'm one of the people that goes on and like really works hard and like does a good job that's why they've had me back for like 18 seasons of it that i also uh was a guest host for Jimmy Kimmel, ABC. I was on Dancing with the Stars. They didn't care for me there, but that was long ago after I've established a better relationship. And I go, I said to my agent, why was, I go, I sent the screenshot of Zoe Deschanel's poster for it. I said, honestly, (laughs) the people that cast this, I go, I am a single woman who's funny, talks about sex all the time. All I do is talk about being single i'm an abc talent i know how to be squeaky clean on abc i'm perfect for this it's such bad casting to not put me in it and that's not me being like i'm the best i'm terrible at certain things this is couldn't be more the thing they should put me in
0: your mom's here
5: hi mom hi beautiful oh my god oh my god (laughs) okay uh andrew will you just hold the mic so it's you and her like you're the one controlling it
1: yeah because my mom doesn't understand or you can
5: give her the other mic Oh no. yeah, you can give her the I other know, mic one. if you want. We okay. can put the camera Okay, don't here. sit
0: on this thing.
5: Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Let's do our sports moment now that my mom's here. Mom, once a week we do a sports moment. We let Andrew have a sports news segment. Um, so let's get to that. Noah, bring us in. <laughs> Here's Andrew's weekly sports moment.
0: Oh man, sounds more exciting every week. Okay, so Injured Wizards uh, star Russell Westbrook has been restrained after Sixer fan dumps popcorn on him. So Russell Westbrook, who's a very amazing mm-hmm. point guard who like averages triple doubles, he's top 10 in the league. He was leaving, he was hurt. He got hurt during the game and while leaving, someone threw fucking popcorn all over him oh, and he deal. lost his mind
2: just plain stupidity whoa somebody points some popcorn and any athlete being and now he is like shoving the people
5: holding him back what's he oh calm calm down yeah i mean it's annoying this is not about the popcorn this is not about the popcorn this is about whatever just happened to him on the court right no it's
0: about the pot it's about disrespect it's about treating these people not like humans you think that they're just these sports stars that you could just beat the shit out or whatever, throw shit on because you're mad at them. Like they're human beings. But, and there's a lot of butter on that popcorn. It's annoying. It's on your shoulders. Tough.
5: Of course. I think it's so disrespectful and fans are animals. It is disrespectful. But that guy's being paid so many millions of dollars to throw a ball around on a court for fans that are paying. If you get some popcorn spilled on you by a, a drunk fan who doesn't like your team, I mean, isn't that just like part of the, like, shouldn't you take that anger and not take it out on the security guards holding you back and like, maybe just go, Oh, that guy's an ass. Like, I, I get it. I mean, I, I've never had popcorn thrown at me, so I don't, I don't pretend to understand, but it didn't run our test do this to a, like, wasn't that the moment that everyone talks about yeah, Ron into Artest the crowd got a, and
0: a beer thrown awesome. on him? So it was really wet popcorn, but he got, he got mm-hmm. drilled with a beer in the face uh, at a Pistons game when he was playing for the Pacers and he ran up about 20 things.
5: I remember the video <laughs> the guy- was a huge <laughs> cultural moment.
0: Yeah, I mean it, what? it was a full-on brawl. I mean So wait, why was he leaving the court Westbrook? Cuz he was hurt. So imagine okay, you're that's hurt. What he's you got to ma- respect that's what he's mad about. Yes, for sure. No, for that's sure. but
5: that's he's frustrated already and then the popcorn is the the light the it ignited the gasoline that was all over him already. And then he needed to go kill that guy, which makes sense. The guy's an and, asshole. That guy like, that's not what, right.
2: He's ridiculous
5: to throw popcorn on a yeah, player. Right. Also, he's on I video. I forgot the he was guy's hurt. on
0: video. Like, I mean, the guy's gonna get but caught. But if he was just he's leaving done. the
5: court without that, he would—he wouldn't Maybe. have lashed out that way. Like, we—that's uh, when you have road rage because someone cut you off. Yes, they're an asshole for cutting you off, but your rage at them is not coming from that. It's coming from the fact that would be the rest of your day. And people just need to acknowledge that. <laughs> that it wasn't about the popcorn
0: i think it was I'm I think serious it was, i think it was probably 60 40 popcorn to just yeah he was leaving you Earth. think
5: if he was just yeah. walking off and, yes, and, there, was no yeah, ego, and there was no injury there was no embarrassment yeah. of uh, i just don't believe that and i think my listeners are emotionally he, intelligent enough to also believe that it was not 60 40 it was probably 10 percent popcorn 80 90 uh well what's there was going on at a, home. A, 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 and the injury what 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 no it's in the moment it's in the he's reacting in the moment he's fucking i know we all react in the moment but we don't realize that all the 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 uh, powder keg inside of us is built up from our parents the trauma we had as children the the what just happened on the court being injured knowing that you're gonna lose money it's all of that if you're someone who meditates and has done work on yourself and and won't let the actions of others affect you I'm not there I'm saying we're all That was like Where I would like to be When I spill something Or something happens to me I don't go Mother fuck, My coffee Because even though I want to Because that would release anger That I have about Not getting put on celebrity dating game. I don't do that because I know that that is an irrational response to popcorn being thrown at me. And by the way, it was not thrown all over him. There was a couple pieces and maybe the guy did mean to throw it and missed and is a worse athlete than Russell Westbrook, but it was a couple pieces. I did not see a big thing of popcorn hit him in the face. I'm sorry. It was not, the reaction was not equal to the, it was, it was, I don't, I don't think you it was You sound like a defense but attorney
0: I, for the popcorn guy. You sound like the popcorn guy. Should be almost you. are almost blaming Russell Westbrook for getting angry, and not the po- everyone else is going after the popcorn guy. Yeah, you're because
5: every you you are, you are to blame for your reaction. No one, and you're not because there's no free will. But the way you react to things when people goes, he made me upset by throwing popcorn. You got upset about the popcorn. The popcorn has nothing to do. You could choose to not what be upset by nachos. the popcorn.
0: What I, if it's nacho cheese?
5: I under with, of course you beer could, in but it. But I yeah. <laughs> There are some people <laughs> that could have a shoe thrown at their head and dodge it like George W. Bush and make a funny joke and not go, Aah! you know, like there is a way to temper that and not lash out. This is anger one- oh, anger management 101. And that's Noah, how when you have anger issues, known. when you fly off the handle, Noah... When you have a moment where you're embarrassed that your anger, you lose control, is it about the thing or do you think maybe it's about other stuff and the thing is just the, it's, it is about the thing, but it's is it really, if it was just that thing and you had a great day, would you react that way that intensely? If I had a great day, I would not. It's it's just like a bubbling up of all these things, and that's the thing that and you unzips finally it. have a release valve that you can excuse your rage on. Yes. Now, finally, I get to punch someone, even though I've been wanting to punch everyone today, even myself, because I have a I'm having a low self esteem day. Now I can punch this guy because I'm justified because he threw popcorn on me. It's a it's a dis- excuse. I'm not blaming Russell. I'm not blaming the popcorn guy. I think they're both, and the popcorn guy threw the popcorn and was angry at Russell Wilson or uh, Westbrook because he's going through stuff at home he probably got into a fight with his wife he's angry he got drunk he's mad at this guy now because he's injured and now the team is going to suffer whatever it was or maybe he hates him because he's supporting the other team and he threw the popcorn not because of him but because of other stuff in his life everything is stemming from past trauma
2: okay. listener
5: mail here we go <laughs>
0: <laughs> i want to hear you do and anyone who doesn't want to hear you themselves, do uh like um like
5: Anyone sports that doesn't admit to themselves is lying. Yeah, and I always just say highlights. that he's like, clearly having a, a rough day with his girlfriend at home. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. You're like, he throws and, a touchdown to the man to number 48. Oh, he must be having a good day at home with his oh, wife. Oh, there's
5: Tom Brady's parents watching glowingly <laughs> from the <laughs> VIP box. Uh, you can tell that maybe they put a little bit too much pressure on him it definitely resulted in having an amazing athlete of a son but is it worth it i wonder if uh tom is maybe feeling the pressure today and uh maybe i don't even know how to (laughs) talk about football missed that throw
0: man joe buck would be impressed
5: oh yeah that catch (laughs) because he's mad at his dad (laughs) who's sitting up there eating nachos Nikki can finally talk about sports uh, now. Uh, that's why I tried if to I bring this up. If so I, I wrap it in emotions again. and parental <laughs> resentment. Hi, Mom. Welcome to the show. Let's get into listener mail. Let's take, uh, <laughs> go to uh, Lindsay. Uh, has a comment on the take my wife joke.
3: Hi, Nikki and Andrew and Noah. This is Lindsay from the D.C. area. I am driving. <laughs> I am driving Lindsay. to work as a teacher. Yes. On the Beltway. I have to my car over on the side of the five lane beltway after that take my wife please but oh my gosh you guys are funny thanks for all the swells and laughs i really enjoy your podcast have a great day
0: so essentially we almost caused of uh, <laughs> 40 people dying on the highway because because noah thought take my wife please <laughs> what did
2: Noah Wait, think?
5: What? What, was, what was noah's you both thought the same thing of like, it's no, funny no. because he's telling people to no, take his wife. No, when
2: I got it, I, I got it wrong. I thought it was like <laughs> the old fashioned way of saying sex in movies where it's like, I'm going to take my wife.
5: Oh, but then why would that be funny? <laughs>
2: no, it's not. Know. Well, I don't know. And honestly, I still don't understand. That's my confession. <laughs> oh,
5: my God. Noah, <laughs> no, it's can't get into We can't get into it. Get into no, it I again. heard
2: this one. This I
5: did hear. And because dad get, called it and you guys had to listen to it. Well, was your dad on that? Yeah. Yeah. We called him to get confirmation that take my wife, please. Oh, that's the joke. That is a classic okay. joke. Yes. Yeah. So dad okay. had to listen to himself. Okay. Let's get to the next listener mail. Hi besties. I bought a ticket for Nikki's show in Orlando on September 10th, but I don't
1: currently have a friend to go with me. Um, I'm comfortable doing things on myself, but I've never been to a comedy show solo. Um, do you have any advice for going alone? Will it be awkward sitting by myself or will it be okay with the seating setup?
5: Um, thanks for any advice. i really excited to go. Thank you. Cute. Christine, thank you so much for buying a ticket to my tour, uh, One Night with Nikki Glazer. Dates are all available to check out and buy tickets to at nikkiglazer.com slash tour. I implore you to go alone. I think it's so cool for people to go alone. My first stand-up show was Dave Chappelle. I bought a ticket to it in uh, when I was going to school in Boulder. I had never seen stand-up before. I took a, uh, many, many buses. To downtown Denver in 2003 because I knew him from You've Got Mail. I'd never even heard of him before, but I was like, Googled stand up because I was starting to think about being a stand up because people told me I should. I'd signed up for a stand up showcase, I hadn't started writing it, I was like, I need to go see a stand up show. Denver stand up, what's happening? Dave Chappelle. Oh, that's the guy from You've Got Mail that I love. So I took buses down, went by myself, and, um, and it was a great experience because it, other people were there as his fans and like adopted me into their circles. I was literally the only white person there, by the way. And there were people dancing on the ah. stage, grinding on each other. It was it was like a whole, it was a concert. It was insane. I I really don't remember most of it because it was just like, I was just so young and whatever. But I going to concerts alone is cool. Going to concerts, going to comedy shows alone is cool. I'm not going to ever call you out and make fun of you. Um, And I think that, Just sitting there confidently knowing that you're going alone and this is what you want to do. And it's and before the show, there might be people around you with friends and you're like, oh my God, I feel dumb. I go to Wilco shows alone because I just... None of my friends love Wilco as much as me. And I just want to... I don't want anyone burdened by me acting like an idiot of how much I love this because it's kind of embarrassing. So I go alone to things. And you end up meeting other fans that are just as passionate as you. And I think it's cooler to go alone than not alone. I think it's just really like bold and i think you really own it and you go and there you anytime you feel insecurity like go look at your phone or whatever that's what phones are for to make you feel like oh I'm, I'm texting someone who's about to meet me but don't even pretend just be there alone and be confident that i want you there alone and you're allowed to be there alone and it's actually cooler to go alone because it shows that you are secure with yourself because people who don't go alone and need someone to go with they're at home wishing they had gone and watching my special that they've already seen Yes. Right.
2: Good advice.
0: Yeah, and bring a laptop and pretend you're writing a screenplay, and you're yeah. not even that interested.
2: <laughs> you're very busy. But-
0: <laughs> like I'm just here, whatever. You know. I have to go. Oh.
5: Okay. <laughs> I All don't right. mean to be rude, but I really do. I'm. You know, I'm- a Goodwill Racks coming out soon. I think a Goodwill Racks. Coming get out it. Soon. Okay. I love you. Uh,
2: bye. Love bye. you
5: too. Next listener. Okay, this is from Instagram. This is a DM we got from xox from blake period blood in all caps hey bestie spray windex and rub table salt let's soak and then wash normally you're welcome oh so on your vagina spray windex and rub table salt and then you oh wait no they're talking about what was this um, in reference to clothing a stain oh
0: also Bla- blake is a woman if if you think blake's a man this comes off like a murderer Oh, you know right. what I mean. So like, Blake
5: told me to Windex That's interesting and table salt Okay we got to get both those things I thought this was maybe the father from my big fat Greek wedding giving uh, you know A, ye- a yeast infection um, cure Well
0: the one girl said for your vagina Smells boric acid Which acid in your vagina sounds Scary but my vagina p-
5: doesn't smell But um,
0: not yours I'm saying If your vagina sometimes smells. it
5: does but oh, Okay boric acid supplements Okay that and when then that this was is with? from Cecily Cecily said um, a DM I listened to the Sex with Emily episode Last night before bed And had a great sex dream And woke up having to Masturbate to finish myself off Yes Love Mm -hmm. the pod so much Thank you for creating Something so fun Honest and vulnerable Love you besties All this well Cecily that's so exciting To wake up horny And just like Go at it Yes I love that we're like Getting in people's Like uh Minds And it's affecting Their dream state People have dreams About me a lot Someone said that They were listening They were reading a book And they listened to The podcast so much That the voice they heard when they were reading the book was my voice narrating it, and I was like, "You need to send me a check, then, bitch." are like, "Cause you got a free audio book in your head." I
0: had to pull over my Yaris and masturbate on the side of I-95. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> and she was reading, uh, you know, uh, yeah, she
0: listened to a self-help book of <laughs> don't. She was
5: reading uh, Night by Eileen Weasel, <laughs> which is, is a, that is not an appropriate book to masturbate to. Okay, let's get to Laken. Laken left us a voice message.
0: Love that name, Laken.
5: First of all, I'd just like to say how awkward (laughs) leaving a voice message is. Um, So I'm definitely not going to re listen (laughs) to this, but uh, I've been uh, listening since the beginning and I had a busy couple of weeks. So I'm just going back to play a little catch up. And I was listening to uh, (laughs) Pukas in the back back.
2: episode.
1: (laughs) And uh, Andrew had mentioned the Toyota way. And this is so random, but I just finished a like final
5: project for one of my (laughs) classes that was about toyota and gm partnering and stuff in the toyota way so i just think it's you know it's we're all connected in the universe somehow everybody's i don't know just gives me all love that lakin with the toyota way meaning like when you worked at that factory
0: I mean, the Toyota is way is like about? a, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I worked at the factory and implementing and like, they they do it the they way Toyota. Yeah. You got to bring the Toyota oh, way. And,
5: like everyone can contribute the Toyota way. It was that the Toyota way that you were talking yeah, about? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So Toyota has a whole system of like eliminating inventory and making it run smoother. Right. And so you could apply what they do in their factory to like what does some shithole factory.
2: It? Huh?
5: What does Noah call this? Oh boy. Toyota. 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 But you said Toyota one time. Wait, no, what did you say?
2: Uh, no, I call it Toyota. No, that's the right way.
5: To- no,
0: you were no, saying toy- it. Toyo-toyota. Toyota
5: is the right way. And you were saying what? Toyota.
0: Yeah, Toyota. Toyota.
5: <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying Toyota. Um, all right, well. Toyota. The Toyota. Ta- oh, <laughs> yeah. I, it sounds like a, a drug you'd trip in Arizona in the fucking <laughs> Badlands. Sounds Tay-oda. like Taylor
0: Swift fucked Yoda. Toyota.
5: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm gonna wake up from a dream and start coming um that sounds like a dream that i would have i was thinking about uh, this right. Has
0: someone talked about this before that if you come when you're sleeping right you have a a wet dream could it be a ghost gave you a blowjob or a head in your sleep could be just think about it
5: just think about it yeah <laughs> maybe a, go- a ghosty hand hand <laughs> final thought uh last night i went to supernova it was so much fun ben glebe was there good friend of mine he ran for president uh i got to do i did a set even though i wasn't on the bill um i met two new comics two new female comics who i love nikki bon b-o-n spelled the same way as nikki my name and then uh, another girl named Monterey M O N E R A Y. What is her last name? Monterey Elaine something. It's I don't. I, she she was awesome. And we just had we had like the best hang in the um, Monterey Elaine Martinez. We had the best time hanging in the green room back there, and it just. It just reminded me of like, I just stayed out all night, like socialized. It was just so fun. We told so many stories. Ben Glebe was telling us about all these different times that he's almost banged, like really famous, ho- like, or like had a chance with really famous Hollywood women, which he's shared on uh, our show you up before, but he was regaling us backstage. And so then when I went on stage to do my set, I was like, Ben, I-, I got on stage and I go, do you guys like Ben? Cause Ben brought me up and I was like, I actually like Ben, do you remember when I cast you in a sketch? because I just wanted to make out with you and I was like I like Harvey Weinstein'd you I was like I literally was like 26 and five six and I was like I want to make out with a boy and my friend had asked me to like write a script because he was like I got some access to some great equipment he was a director and was like I want to shoot a sketch I don't have a script and I was like I'll write one and I was like I kind of want to make out with a boy so I just wrote a script where a girl just makes out with a guy in a car for like the whole time I
0: feel like that's how all movies started initially like hey i'm not that attractive i have money how can i make like the hottest girl on earth fuck me like i know the sock on Uh, my cock
5: (laughs) it's kind of creepy to admit that i did that but i didn't think there was anything he's actually a good actor too and i was just like hey ben you want to be in this and then (laughs) he came over to my place and it was really funny i ended up not doing any material last night like literally any because i told that story and it was really the story was great um, and then I was like, Ben, and Ben's just watching in the wings, and I go, come back up here and tell us about how you almost got Natalie Portman. And then I, it was an intimate-ish crowd, and, I, and the crowd just got to hear this, like, great story. And I had just heard it backstage, so I was able to, like, pepper in stuff. I was how did able he to do just, it? How did it was, he
0: almost get Natalie Portman?
5: Well, I, mean, I, I guess every you're guy's just going to have to go back in time and um it he had a he was at a fundraiser and he uh said something really charming and she was captivated and then she was like we have to come see your comedy and then he had a ch- and he kept blowing it it was it's just so good the story <laughs> Did
0: like he performed at the fundraiser
5: no no uh, he was just uh, a guy just at a fundraiser. went up to her
0: wow yeah yeah
5: um no he he was in a conversation with a bunch of people and then he shared something about himself that was vulnerable and she was like oh my God, that's amazing. But at one point during his rendition, I was playing Natalie Portman so that the audience could see like where she was standing, how close, I go, how close were you guys? And he goes, he goes, but she's he goes but she's but she's like really tiny and i go oh yeah can everyone suspend their disbelief that <laughs> you know picture nikki but like tiny yeah, and it yeah. was just like a really it was really funny and uh I, it was just so fun and that's and every i got off stage and everyone's like oh my god and ben's like that was so much fun i'm like i think like i know that people want to see stand-up comedy and, like, see just a comic monologizing but i think two comics telling a story that they don't normally tell and being able to spice it up is like uh so much more interesting and fun sometimes and it made it more fun for me i didn't i was looking at my notes i was like i don't want to talk about molestation right now i want to finish ben glebe's story so it's just like a really really fun moment and um
2: yeah, yeah and I mean, then i, went I home think and
5: ate a lot I, of thai food
0: i guess like just being able to apply that to when you write in the future or like whatever you want to talk about i mean what you know what i mean like what instead of talking about you know just tell a fun story like and that would be enough you know what i mean like well, I, I, sometimes i feel like with stand-up you got to be like what is my take on this or what's going to be my t- yes. interesting? and it's like oh no people just want to laugh and enjoy a fun story you know what i mean without that they it does do yeah i don't know Anyhow,
5: um, the thing I won't do why I don't like bringing people up on stage to tell stories because the one time that I did it At a gig that people were paying to see me I was in a really bad place mentally and I didn't want to do material So I brought pete lee on stage to just like talk about our life and share stories and have this impromptu like thing And I got messages after the show, even though it was so fun and I felt like the crowd loved it I know how to read people in audiences and I got one message afterwards that was like that's not what I paid for I paid to hear you not This other guy and you talk the whole time and be funny and I was like, okay, well I guess And last night I felt justified if someone didn't like it that my name wasn't on the bill So I wasn't expected to do anything. What do you think about that?
0: I think yeah again, we're just paying attention to the one negative thing and literally you 900 people had a good time and we got to stop fucking reading those messages and comments and even if we get them We don't respond because it's just popcorn being poured on our head And let the popcorn come in, motherfucker Because you're not going to ruin my day
5: dr- Let the popcorn fall Alright guys, uh, great show today Great week of shows Thank you so much for listening uh, We will see you on Monday And have uh, the uncursed weekend
0: Uncursed, but cursed too care
1: Conair Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The
3: Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get
4: your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest... To getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're
1: bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share.
4: Listen to the Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Bright Side.
1: Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of the Girlfriends: Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today.